Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like we're going to get to talk with David Cresson, but I will uh, fill you in on the latest information where we stand on the pogey boats. Uh, the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Commission has passed a notice of intent to amend the rules which would establish the buffer zone to one mile off the entire Louisiana coast, except for the area, very sensitive area, between Holly Beach and Rutherford Beach in West Louisiana, where it would be three miles. Uh, it would also extend the existing one-quarter mile and the existing three-mile buffer at Grand Isle. Those would remain in place, the three-mile buffer at Grand Isle. There's also some 48-hour reporting requirements that are included in that notice of intent, and uh, that's where it stands. Now, notice of intent is filed. Uh, it, it goes through public comment period. Then it goes before a legislative oversight committee, and then the legislature can give it the thumbs up, thumbs down, or do nothing. It's similar to what I talked about earlier with the redfish issue. Uh, this one uh, this last commission meeting, they wanted an economic impact uh, before the rule became final. So they haven't finalized this yet and sent it to the legislature. They wanted to get a look at what the economic impact would be. Uh, they had uh, uh, an economist that made a presentation. I think I may have talked about this week, and he came up with a, uh, a projected 15 percent decrease. That would be the economic impact. However, he did not include in that any accounting for harvest adjustments, which would be to for these boats, if they can't operate within the quarter mile or the one mile within that area, and they moved out to three miles and one mile is an area where they have not been able to, to go any further, then they didn't adjust the catch limits for there. In other words, they said what would be taken away, what could be lost, but what would not be added by them still continuing to fish but out to the mile extension. So I know it's a little bit confusing, but uh, I don't think that economic impact was uh, sound enough or convincing enough to make them change their decision on amending that notice of intent. So that's where it stands as of now. And, of course, like everything else, we'll keep an eye on it and keep you up to date on the latest regarding that. I know a lot of you have been monitoring this and watching it very closely. Uh, a lot of people firmly believe that this is part of the the cause for the redfish uh, regulations to have to be changed because there's a lot of them that are caught unintentionally as bycatch. All right, back to the text line. Let's see. Uh, this one says, I believe Nash was a meteorologist for the Navy in the Pacific. How good would he be today with the available technology? Uh, weather is um, 
not see. I'm losing this text there. Uh, <laughs> All right. Anyway, weather is okay here in Lafayette, but starting to change. High wind forecast kept the Plastic Navy, which is another name for the kayakers indoors. That's from our friend, the Lafayette Yacker. Uh, here's a, a by heck uh, quote. He used to say, pip, pip. Yeah, he did a, actually, I think he did a fishing report on telephone. You could call a number and it'd be, his recording would be his fishing report. And he always ended it with pip, pip, which was kind of like goodbye. A very unique guy. And we're kind of remembering by heck this morning, if you remember him and any of his sayings like, uh, they took off like a herd of turtles. Or uh, we, we, we took a shot at him and those ducks left like a, a scalded ape. Uh, he had a lot of them, and he had a couple of boats he referred to, the Tin Lizzie and the Aunt Joe. Oh, where did time go, huh? All right, here's a fishing report for you. Uh, someone fished Hopedale yesterday. Two friends right there in the Hopedale Lagoon. That's an easy place to get to. And off the Spall Canal heading southeast, they caught one nice 14-inch speck, one small uh, white trout, one stingray, one catfish. Effects of the constant winds made me feel like I went two rounds in a boxing ring with a big, stronger opponent and lost. Better luck next time. Tight lines. Yeah, fishing in these conditions can be difficult. All right, we'll see what Captain Mike Gallo's got planned for today. He'll take a look at the weather and what's been going on in his area and share that with us. He's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And our Born on the Bayou report with Captain Mike Gallo is a presentation of CETO. They are not only there every Saturday for our presentation of the Born on the Bayou report, they're there 24-7, 365 days a year if you need them out on the water. I'm talking about free towing. 
jump starts if you got electrical problem. If you run out of fuel, your gauge is off or you didn't calculate you'd had enough, they'll bring you fuel. And it's on every boat you either own, rent, or get this, borrow. You are completely covered with peace of mind. $199 per year. It's renewable, easy thing to do. You can still get it in time for a Christmas gift for the boater on your list. Call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or you can visit com. Captain Mike Gallo joins us now. And, Mike, we, we've been taking a little stroll down memory lane. Do you remember Nash Roberts, the weatherman, and By Heck, the outdoor writer for the times Picayune? I do remember Nash Roberts, and I do not remember By Heck. Of course, fished with many senior anglers over the years that have made reference to his articles. Yeah, he was a prolific writer and, and a character, and, uh, you know, in the early days, he was uh, one heck of a—he was real popular, too. He used to show up at the sportsman shows and do exhibits with his boat and that type of thing. Uh, heck of a guy, a fun guy to be around, for sure. But you do remember Nash Roberts, the, the meteorologist, right? Oh, yes. Whenever there was a hurricane, we'd all gather up at my grandparents' house and— um, turn ice cream you know we'd make ice cream to pass the time away and nash would be on the tv with his grease pencil drawing lines all over the place high pressure low pressure it's going to go here and there and um seemed to be he was very accurate with that absolutely and somebody just texted and said uh this time of the year i think nash also had a tree farm across the lake not sure if it still exists i'm not sure if he had a christmas tree farm but i know he had a place in folsom he actually uh moved up there in his later years all right mike uh let's talk a little bit of fishing i'm assuming you're not headed out in this, this sloppy mess this weekend are you you are assuming correctly i am comfort <laughs> on the couch <laughs> So how did it go this week, you know, with all that east wind we had and high water? Well, I tell you, I was able to get out a couple of times earlier in the week, had mixed catches uh, Monday, had a couple go out and fish with, you know, live shrimp on the bottom. And we caught a little bit of everything, mostly speckled trout, a few white trout, some drum, freshwater catfish, the occasional sheephead. So it was one of those type of days. And we simply fished the bridges that go over Unknown Pass, Miller's Bayou, Blind Wrigley's. You know, we were in those kind of areas fishing those deep holes. On Tuesday and Wednesday, I had a longtime client in from, uh, he's from the Panhandle of Florida. And we made our way across Lake Bourne into the Biloxi Marsh to go red fishing. Um, Tuesday, the water was very low. We could see them. Great time. We had a great time where we could see them power pole down and let them make their way down the bank to you where you could make a good cast. Uh, they were hungry. So did very well on Tuesday. Of course, on Wednesday, we're all excited, ready to go back and do the exact same thing. And the water's a foot higher. And you, you can't see them at all. It's a little bit more windy. So it was a lot of blind casting. And um, instead of coming out with two limits, we came out with one limit. So much tougher circumstances being able to find them in that high water. But, um, you know, beautiful, healthy redfish. Uh, no small ones. 
which was interesting to me. We stayed in ponds where it was shallow and we could try to see them, um, but didn't catch a single. I've been catching a lot of undersized, anywhere from, you know, 15 and three quarters down to, say, 13 inches. Those have been very abundant, but I didn't catch a single one that size on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Now, Mike, uh, we've got pretty bad conditions. Uh, it's not optimal at all, and your customer decided not to fish. But for somebody that's just bound and determined, it's their day, and they want to fish uh, maybe tomorrow, let that front get through, uh, what would be an absolute place where their best chances to catch would be? Would you say maybe down at ICW at Mr. Go where they got some protected water and just kind of get up along that bank by those rocks and throw some plastics or live bait up in there? Would that be a good shot? That would certainly be a good spot. One thing that's going to work in our favor, the east wind is going to push the water up. And generally the high water stays cleaner in high winds. So we should be able to find clean water. You certainly want moving water. And then live bait's going to certainly be a plus. So you're exactly correct. The intercoastal waterway is going to provide um, protection from heavy wave action. And there's just a tremendous amount of areas that you can fish. If you were to launch at Wrigley's and make your way down the intercoastal waterway toward the wall, that's probably 10 or 12 miles. Lots of different areas. Bayou Thomas is in there. The Bypass Canal is there. There's Bob's Bayou. There's Bayou Platte. There's quite a few tributaries that come into the intercoastal waterway. And then there's the wall structure itself, which you could get behind. The locks will certainly have water moving through it. And then down past the locks, you could get into the Air Products Canal or even down by Bow Brothers, which is going to also offer some protection from wind. So, yep, and just don't have some real high expectations because uh, even though you're in some places that could hold fish and it's going to be fishable, uh, you're not going to you know look for a limit and basically anything you catch would be a, a bonus. Well, Mike, thanks for the report. I guess you got your Santa Claus hat on today, so if somebody might be a good day to call you and get a gift certificate for somebody that's looking for a, a last-minute present for somebody who doesn't get to fish maybe at all or very infrequently, tell them how to get a hold of you today. Very simple. You can reach me through my website, which is aaofla.com, or on Facebook at Angling Adventures of Louisiana. The reliable telephone is 985-781-7811, or your website, dontheoutdoorsguide.com. All righty. Yeah, those websites are there 24-7 working for you. Thanks again, Mike. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll catch up with you just a day or so before Christmas next weekend. Sounds good, Don. Looking forward to it. All righty. There he goes, Captain Mike Gallo. All right, coming back after this, it's time for the Paddler's Report. Not a really top-notch report, but we got them for you, for better or worse. It's coming from Brendan Bayard, one of our field reporters, next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. There's not going to be many people, I don't think, today stroking. There'll be a few in protected waters, got their rain gear ready to deal with it. They just want to fish, and we got a report for you. It's brought to you in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club and a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. Great place for accessories and gift ideas for the paddler. You'll find stores in Mid-City, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and Covington. Some of the best kayak fishing models, too. I got those Hobies over there and the native watercraft. You can check out their website for products and also check on those demo days. If you want to ride before you buy and try before you buy, they've set some days aside. In fact, if there's a particular model you're interested in trying out, let them know in advance and they'll bring it out on the bayou for it. Check it out. It's Massey Outfitters. That's M-A-S-S-E-Y Outfitters.com. Brendan Bayon joins us now. And, uh, Brendan, uh, it's been a little difficult lately. Tell us some some good reports in, in addition to the places where people might need to avoid. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been an up-and-down mix of reports this last week, Don. Uh, I guess the best reports have been um, fishing where you find the fish piled up. You know, places like the uh, pumping stations or deep dead-end canals, uh, those were producing trout uh, limits early in the week. When it was colder, um, you know, people were were uh, hitting those places, getting those limits early, and then uh, waiting until the afternoon. If you wanted to fish a flat or, or you know, try to fish for big trout, you kind of had to wait for, uh, you know, the, the water to warm up a little bit uh, and just kind of, you know, look at the solar lunar bite table and just kind of go along with that a little bit. Um you know, out west has been a real, a real big struggle. Um, you know, a, a lot less trout being caught out there than previous years for whatever reason. I think maybe something has to do with you know the drought earlier in the year and those fish kind of being up in Preann Lake and it just being very scattered in a different way than it has been in previous years. Um, you know, I'm sure as as the season goes along, the fishing season goes along, we'll find out where those those fish are and and kind of figure that out. But it's uh, it takes everybody a little bit more time to figure them out when it, when the year has been so different from the previous year. And this year has been a drought, and it's had fish move about. Um, you know, but down Highway 23, Highway 1, you can go find a pumping station, dead-end canal. If you're uh, fiending to go catch some fish today, you might have a little window before that big front comes through. Uh, you know, don't paddle too far. Go find yourself a pumping station, maybe like over there at uh, Yellow Cotton Bay, fish in the uh, in the protected area right there by the launch, or uh, in the Empire Lock. I'm sure there's some fish down there, um, and then Port Sulphur right by the launch. Uh, you can probably find plenty of fish right in that deep hole. Get in, get get some fish quick, and then get out before that big line of uh, you know thunderstorms come through. Uh, everybody's looking forward to the Minimalist Challenge. That's the next one coming up. They're going to hold it in Leeville on January 20th. Uh, explain how that works. Yeah, that's uh, really one of my favorite events. Uh, we've been doing it, it seems, almost like 20 years now. Uh, everybody starts in the same location. You get a bag of lures. 
you have to use those exact lures throughout the day, and, uh, and you catch your, your uh, assigned slot uh, bag limit of fish. I think it's usually maybe two reds and maybe 10 trout or, or five trout, depending on the year. Um, everybody launches from the same place, comes back together in the same place. We cap it at 100 people because we have to get all the lures ahead of time, but it's a really great fishing uh, time of year to go fish that Leeville area. And, uh, you know, sometimes we catch some really, really big trout. Sometimes, uh, you know, they're harder to catch. It, 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 you never know what kind of challenge it's going to be at the minimalist challenge, but uh, we usually sell out really early. And if you want to enjoy that event, I would – I would get uh, on the website, the bckfc.org, and, and sign up as soon as you can. Uh, Brendan, there's some talk about Hobie uh, kicking up a new saltwater series. You got any intel on that? Yeah, I've been uh, I've been hearing from the uh, brass at Hobie that they're uh, looking to uh, focus on the saltwater again. So, uh, you know, they've been doing that BOS, the bass series, which has been so popular uh, I guess they kind of uh, had to take some time to establish the bass side of things, but they're they're back for the salt water. We don't have the IFA anymore, and they see the need, and they've been talking to clubs up and down the Gulf Coast from Texas to Florida, and I think they're putting something together this first year. Might uh, just kind of be, you know, thrown together a little quicker than normal, but uh, I think something's coming on the way, and uh, look for that. I think it's going to be. Uh, different clubs helping out with a series, and then you'll uh, qualify for a tournament of champions for saltwater, and that'll be a fun event where we can all travel again to a destination and see people from all over the region and fish against them. Looking all right. Well, that. as soon as you get some firm details on it, pass them along to us. Yes, sir. Thanks, Brandon. We appreciate your reports, and uh, we'll catch up with you next time. All right. Thanks, Don. Take care. There he goes, Brendan Bayard. Uh, next week, we'll be chatting at Eric Mohabarak at this time. All right, coming back after this, uh, it's bad boys of the outdoors time. Got some violations that took place on a state wildlife management area. We'll tell you who done it right after this on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, uh, looking at our text board, uh, got a question in about whether the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries can or will enforce the five-fish courtesy limit on catfish at the get-out-and-fish stock ponds. That's from Big E and Thibodeau. Uh, I know they definitely can and would enforce the uh, rainbow trout limit of five, but as far as a courtesy limit where they're asking you to limit your catch to share with everyone else, uh, I would say probably not. But that's a good idea to limit yourself to those five fish and let others share in on the bounty. All right, uh, we come back after this quick 10-second station ID. I got a bad boy. It's not one of our baddest of the year by any means, but uh, got a case to tell you about dealing with wildlife and fisheries violations on a state wildlife management area. It's next, right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Uh, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agent Jimmy Daniel and Sergeant Thomas Wolf cited three subjects for alleged hunting violations on Thanksgiving weekend, which was November 26th in Tangipahoe Parish. The agents observed two trucks parked by the entrance of the Joyce WMA, which was closed to waterfowl hunting from November 24th through 26th. One of the trucks had an open dog kennel and a P-Rug rack. They observed three subjects actively waterfowl hunting within the WMA and returned to their trucks. Then agents made contact and found them to be in possession of nine ducks, two hooded mergansers, and two coots. They cited Mason Sibley, 
Thomas Arnold and Haley Owens for failing to abide by regulations on a WMA. The agent seized the 13 migratory birds, donated them to a local charity. For failing to abide by WMA regulations, facing a $350 fine, plus civil restitution up to $322 for the replacement value of the illegally taken migratory birds, are 22-year-old Mason Sibley of Pine Grove, 23-year-old Thomas Arnold of Denham Springs, and 21-year-old Haley Owens, 21, of Greensburg, Louisiana, our bad boys and girl of the outdoors. You know, this is a good time to to make a point that knowing the statewide regulations uh, is not enough if you hunt on state wildlife management areas or national wildlife refuges. If you hunt on those places, those lands, the regulations are often different. They, They could be more, usually more restrictive than outside as far as what's open when, uh, signing in, checking in, checking out, uh, the limits, the shooting times could be different. Uh, as far as use, use of toxic or non-toxic shot could vary. So the advice is if you're going to be hunting a WMA or an NWR, which is a National Wildlife Refuge, really study the regulations pamphlet or go online and check it out. All the information's there because even though, like, these three, the season could be open on the outside, but on Joyce WMA, it was closed. And in order to keep up with that, you really need to uh, check out all the regulations before you enter that WMA and know what, what's different so you keep yourself out of trouble. All right, looking uh, back at our text message board, got some more memories of old Nash Roberts, the meteorologist coming in. Uh, this one says, I fished Nash Roberts Pond on his farm in Folsom. The most fish I ever caught. And this one says, Don, my son was on By Heck and Captain Bob's television Christmas show 37 years ago. You know, I forgot By Heck and uh, and Captain Bob uh, had had a TV show. It was one of the first cable TV fishing shows around, and it aired in St. Bernard Parish. Uh, this... Uh, this is from Big Bassin Man in Mandeville. He was his he was his son was two years old at the time, and he was oh he was on the show with him on set, and he was supposed to take one lure out of the Christmas bag, but he commenced to take three or four. <laughs> I wish I had a tape of this show. It was hilarious. That's from the Big Bassin Man in Mandeville. Yeah, uh, Bob and uh, and um, by heck had a. TV show. Well, somebody else was on that, too, regularly, and uh, that was in the very early days of, of cable television. All right, let's see. Uh, i got some more of these texts coming in, too, and let's see. Some of these are meant for us, and some are not. All right, what we're going to do is take a break. When we come back, we're going to catch up with the plastic man, Captain Ryan Lambert, find out what he's got on as we uh, brace for a frontal system moving across the state of Louisiana. In fact, it's through the western part of the area, but it's headed to the central and east and then on to the Mississippi and Alabama coast. We'll be right back to talk to Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures, after these messages on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And always interesting to find out what uh, the plastic man has got going on down at Cajun Fishing Adventures or Nolehase or somewhere in between. Captain Ryan, uh, I was fishing down there this week. Uh, most places I checked with the midweek, it was a little bit tough. I don't know whether it was because of lack of fishermen because of the wind and, and the high water or it was uh, just a combination of just not enough people going or the fish conditions being tough. 
we don't we hadn't seen tough in a long time, buddy. It's been absolutely great because you know as you know we can fish anywhere we want with the wind to protect ourselves. So, but the the river shelters us. If if, if they not in the river, we just jump into diversions and you know it just depends on which way the water is coming in the river or going out from the river. So. It's, it's just unbelievable. You know, redfish, bass, speckled trout, black drum, sheep, it don't matter what you want. It's crazy. And how's the duck hunting been? Absolutely great. We had one we had one slow day. We uh, hunted in the morning. The tide was going out, so we started hunting in the evening and, and just limited out every single day. All big birds, too. It's just, I think they're nine species yesterday evening. Yeah. So, uh, well, the birds that I've, uh, in fact, I, I cleaned a bunch of birds this week, and I, I'll tell you what, they were all fat, man. They were chock-a-block with fat on them. Even the dogrees were really heavy birds, nice, healthy birds. Yeah, everything is healthy. It's, uh, it, there's one pond right now that the water's so high that the water just got in there because it was dry, but it was solid duck potatoes. They must have 3,000 birds there eating them duck potatoes up. I mean, it's incredible. It's, a, it's been a great week. Just, you, and then they killed six pigs on top of that. I mean, these boys won't stop. Did your guys go out today with that front approaching, or are they holding up for a while? No, they out there shooting right now. I can hear them shooting, and I'm going to let the, the <laughs> I'm going to let it go by, and then I'm going to go out this evening. Yeah, well, they might get it in before it hits, you know, if they get out there and get back quick enough. Inside of the way they're shooting, they'll do it. <laughs> I can hear them <laughs> So yeah, it's a uh, it's, it's it's a special time. But you know, I looked at the the forecast. It said the river's gonna be four or five tomorrow. I said, oh my God, four or five wow. is gonna ruin it. But what that is, that's head jump. pressure. That's 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 this front pushing back on the river, making it come up in New Orleans. It's not that. It's still green as it can be. So that won't be a problem. And it's uh, I think the forecast goes all the way to January 11th, and it's still good. So. Yeah, you know, I had an earlier text, and uh, I'm trying to find it now. Somebody was commenting about the speckled trout being caught up around Bell Chase, and I think they were caught uh, in the Homa Navigational Canal, and they said, boy, it's amazing what the coastal erosion has done. Well, that's not the result of the coastal erosion fully. Uh, those speckled trout are there because we got low waters. That's what it is, and that salt water's moved up. It's a wedge. It's every fish from from west of Coconut all the way to here has moved into this river system. That's just the way it works. When when the water goes down in the river, there's so much nutrients that all, every single bit of bait fish comes into that river. I mean, you can look on your depth finder, it's just black from one end of the river to the other with bait fish and fish. Everything goes into it. And when the fresh water comes in, it just pushes them out back into the bays. I mean, you know, it's, it's just we've had a high river for 10 years. People forget. I mean, if a guy's 20 years old, he was only 10 when the last time we had a good river like this. So, you know, people forget, but, you know, it's my favorite thing in the world is to fish the river. And uh, well, like I said, we had a little bit last year, but it, before that it was 10 years. So I, I absolutely love it, and we're really getting blessed with it this year. Well, it looks like the beginning of, of possibly the end where it's going to start climbing up, and that's normal to do that. I don't think it's going to yeah. get nearly as high as it has been, but uh, it's certainly been fun enjoying it while we've had it. Yeah, it's so like, like, you know, you've had somebody visit you for a while and they leave to go back home. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> as long as they don't go too high, the fish will just push right into our base, so we'll have a great spring, too. I mean, it's been so much fun. It's, uh, 
I, I really enjoyed it. I'm, we got some windy days coming, so we're just hunting and pumping down the fish before they popping them caps out there. Goodness gracious. <laughs> you can hear them all the way from the lodge. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah they're shooting like crazy. All right, so well, uh, if somebody wants to get a gift certificate from you guys, today would be a good day to do it. The girls work in the office, so they can get it online. It's Saturday. They think they're bankers. They're not there. <laughs> <laughs> they're, Monday they can call the office and they can surely get a gift certificate to put under the tree for the for whoever just to come hunt and fish whatever this this year anytime. It's a it's a great great gift too. I mean, people really like to come and look forward to that all year. Yep, CajunFishingAdventures.com. Best way to find it. Yeah, without a doubt, buddy. And, uh, I'm going uh, to we'll let that front pass, and then we'll put on some camouflage and get after it myself. I think you did the wiser thing. Let them get out and uh, try to beat it. You'll be you, when it, Once it's passed, you know what you got. You don't know what you got when you go out and it's still coming. You know what it looks like when that front comes and that wind starts oh, blowing yeah. them ducks come in. Oh, my gosh, they'll be yeah. pouring in on me. Yeah, I've witnessed it with you many, many times. Well, have a good one, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. It'll be close to Christmas. I'll be back from Kansas. I'm coming back next Friday. I'll be uh, hunting quail and, and pheasant in Kansas, and I'll have a little report for you. Awesome. Can't wait, buddy. Okay, have a great see you time. Then. There he goes, Captain Ryan Lambert. We call him the plastic man uh, for obvious reasons. He doesn't like to fish with dead or live bait. Can't blame him for that. All right, coming back after this, Glenn Harris is going to join us and tell you about his new book called Bamboozled by a Bobcat. I've read the book its entirety. Believe me, worth the read. We're back with Glenn right after this time out on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Now, is it just me or is everyone seeing that there seems to be more attention being paid to uh, small towns, simpler times, music, stories written about it? I, I think there's something to that. And I just completed reading a book called Bamboozled by a Bobcat. Louisiana's Boys Dirt Road Recollections by a longtime friend of mine, legendary award-winning outdoors writer Glenn Harris, and he joins us now to talk about how he got bamboozled by Bob Cop. Glenn, good morning. How you doing? Doing fine, Don. You don't know how happy I am to be on the air with you way down there in South Louisiana. Hey, has that front system passed through you guys up there in northeast Louisiana yet? Uh, we got, yeah, we got a rain last night, probably um, three-fourths of an inch, and uh, it's headed down your way. But it looks like it's kind of clear, cleared out the rain part has, but and a little bit cooler, not much. Yep, good for you. Typical front. Glenn, I really enjoyed reading your book, Bamboozled by a Bobcat. And if you would explain to the listeners what you sought out to do, if you actually sought out to develop a message for the reader in this book. I tell you what, probably the best thing to do is start out by where the heck that name came from. Uh, I had uh, my dad worked with wildlife and fisheries, and he was with predator control. And uh, he had some traps out. It was hot summer, dry, dry weather, and uh, somewhere in Natchitoches Parish. And I went with him. I was a kid, uh, I don't know, 10, 12 years old, to run his traps. And uh, we got to one spot, and the trap was gone. And dad had never... Uh, staked his traps down. He had a he had a chain and a drag hook. So if something got in it, it would take off and get tangled up in a uh, thicket next, you know, real close instead of just finding a toe in a trap. So that trap was gone. No no tracks or anything as to what it was. And I was uh, he he sent me out one direction. He went another. And I was walking along. And I saw a rotten log up ahead of me that looked like it had been freshly disturbed. 
and I was walking toward it, and there was a sapling growing right by that log. And I got within about two or three feet of that thing, and something caught my eye, and I looked up, and I was looking into the eyes of the biggest, meanest-looking bobcat I ever saw. He got up that sapling, and he was saying in a speck, two more stealth, buddy, and I'm on your head. So <laughs> I got bamboozled by a bobcat, and that's one of the chapters in my book, Don. I tell you, every chapter is just more entertaining than the next. But, you know, it, it, this book is kind of an autobiography. It tells your whole life, which is incredibly interesting from the standpoint that you know, your generation has seen a lot of changes from the time you were a child to the high-tech world we live in today. But I think more importantly in that, there's some real-life lessons you've got in this book about the importance of what's really important in life and the simpler things in life, how they can be so much more enjoyable. And uh, it's a great read for people, Glenn. And you might want to tell them a little bit more about the book as far as uh, where these stories actually came from. I guess they're all true stories, right? Every one of them. They they are. It's just my daughter had got me to, you know, uh, as you get older, you kids <laughs> don't know how much longer they're going to have you around. And they want to remember what it's like back during my day when I was growing up. And so she would ask me questions, have me to write something down. And I did, you know, periodically like that. And then uh, it, it just kind of came together that um, the all the stuff that she I had uh, given her, uh, which kind of, she kind of gave back to me in the form of a, of a book that I took and adapted and turned into this book. So it's just been a fun thing, a uh, uh, fun event. Uh, that's going on and I just flat love it and I hope your folks will go to Amazon.com and find Bamboozle for a Bobcat and hit me out here and buy some Glenn you got a book signing going on today uh, we've got a few listeners up your way and maybe some people might be passing through might want to stop by and meet you and get a signed copy sure thing I'll be at uh, McKinney uh, Outdoor Superstore in Ruston from 10 until 12 today of signing books we'll have a few to sell uh, but, uh, yeah, I would welcome anybody that could, would be able to get by there. It's at 10 today in Ruston, uh, McKinney uh, Outdoor Superstore. Well, Glenn, I, I really enjoyed the book, and I'm sure other readers will, too. Anybody that has any, uh, you know, enjoyment of the outdoors and, and witnessing along the progression of your life, how things have changed from growing up on that dirt road, and some of those pictures in there are just iconic, those black-and-white photos that you came up with and talking about the relationship with your friends and your, your family, your wonderful wife and your daughters and all of the friends that you've had and made over the years. Uh, it's a great read. And I uh, hope you don't get bamboozled anymore. I hope you're over that stuff. <laughs> Me and you both, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, always a pleasure to talk with you. We don't get to see each other near enough being on opposite ends of the states, but uh, look forward to our next visit. And thanks again for being on with us. And, again, it's Bamboozled by Bobcat. You can order it on Amazon.com. Thank you, Don. I appreciate it very much. Son. All right, Glenn. Thank you, my friend. All right, there he goes, Glenn Harris. Uh, guys, we've uh, written articles and had photographs published in just about every statewide magazine. If you remember the Louisiana Game and Fish, you're a regular writer for Louisiana Sportsman, also a Louisiana conservationist. His stories appeared in a lot of national magazines. Very talented writer who 
writes from the heart. And I think you'll enjoy that book. Well, I've enjoyed this show. Hope you have, too. Uh, we'll be back again to do it next week. I'll be pulling out of here tomorrow, headed for Kansas, uh, a little cold territory up there. Going to take uh, Smokey and meet up with some relatives, and we're going to hunt some quail and pheasant. And we'll be doing that to celebrate our Christmas get-together. And I'll be back again next week, just before Christmas Eve. We'll share it with you for two hours, our little journey into the great outdoors. And hope you'll join us then, 5 to 7 a.m. We do it each and every Saturday morning right here on the Outdoor Show. Our network of affiliate stations, wonderful stations, will bring you this show each and every week of the year. We'll see you next week. Thanks to Cullen Steele for another great job on the board. And we're back again next week with the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.